0: And our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful We hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the beautiful, the tantalizing, the teasing Mr. Eric Robertson Hi We're also here with Spike
1: Is he tantalizing? He's
0: so desperate Spike, I love you, but you're so thirsty. We are so grateful that you are here too with us for episode 73 Options versus Solutions. I am so excited for this episode. It has been something I've wanted to share for a really long time, and I just want to immediately tell you the story of the idea of options versus solutions. So I work with the beautiful, charming, sexy Miss Tara Brooke, and I call her MTB, the MVP. She's worked with me for years and years. She's one of my brand coaches in Allison's Brand School. She has style courses. She's a consultant. She's she's a wonderful woman. She also has an awesome podcast. And one time we were talking about somebody who was doing some work for us, and she said, they're a good option, but maybe they're not the solution. I loved that so much. She probably said that a year and a half ago. And since then, it is something we use all of the time around the office. <laughs> it's something I use in my own life. And um, I so I want to thank Miss Tara Brooke. I'm going to link to her her goodies, her podcast that so you can find her because she's a wise woman with a lot to say. But I wanted to bring my personal interpretation of how I've started thinking of options versus solutions in the past year and a half and how it's really opened my mind up. Eric, are you excited? I'm stoked. What's in your mouth?
1: A little twisty tie from a cable.
0: Okay, excellent. So when we talk about options versus solutions, I immediately want to get into this idea of there's no limits. There are endless options. There are endless solutions. And I've been just loving this concept of no limits lately. And the, the limits really are the limits we create in our mind. I keep remembering this song, and I swear it's from like a jock jam CD. And Nichelle doesn't remember it, which is Nichelle and I always know the same music. Eric doesn't know it. And I am dying. It's because
1: it's not a good song.
0: No, it is.
1: <laughs> no, it's legitimately not a good song.
0: It has been stuck in my head. So we're going to play it for just this one part of it for you. And I need to know if you guys know this song.
1: And I'm sorry if you do.
0: No, no, no. know so I was playing this this morning as I took the kids to school and I was like shouting over the music like I was an exercise instructor like I want you to remember today when you're at school that there's no limit you can achieve what you believe what do you believe rad what do you believe ginger and then it turned into them telling me this story of some kid who found a lighter and lit a paper towel on fire and they they're like we can set the school on fire and I'm like hey you know you can there are no limits
1: it's sad that I'm really proud of that response well,
0: because you're proud that they're mocking me that's what
1: you're <laughs> I'm proud of. that they didn't take the song seriously
0: there's no limit I want you guys to take this the song seriously no no limits we'll reach for the sky okay This this idea of options versus solutions, we're going to dive into that, and what we're going to do first is I want to kind of define options and solutions, and Eric and I both have some thoughts on that, and then we're going to offer some ideas on how to find more options in your life. So as always, this episode is going to be the most helpful, the most useful for you if you think about something. In your life that you wish you had more options or solutions for. Maybe a pain point, something that's bothering you. Maybe it's a relationship with someone. Maybe you want to visualize what you wish that relationship would feel like, the option or the solution of what that new empowered relationship would feel like or new options for ways you communicate with somebody in your life. You don't have to limit this to just like looking for something that's wrong, but I think at all times in our life, we're looking for options or solutions to something, correct? Correct. So I'm super excited about that. Right before we dive in, I just need to say this. When we are recording this, it is day five of our 31-day thought work challenge that I introduced in our last podcast episode, and I had a goal to get 5,000 people in the challenge and guess how many people we have.
1: Do you want me or the listeners to guess?
0: Well, you can guess.
1: Well, I think I know.
0: Well, then you can tell them.
1: 4000. Yes,
0: we have 4000 <laughs> and we're only on day 5. So my goal was 5000 before the end of the challenge. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, who needs to pull up, who needs to pull up the slack, who needs to pull up the extra 1000? And I'm sorry podcast listeners, but it is you because I know how many of you are listening to these podcast episodes and I want to tell you it is so much fun. People are loving the challenges. I signed up my mom. I signed up my sister. I'm signing up people at the grocery store. It is a free text message, and you missed it. Today, we sent out a brain wearing thigh highs and fishnet stockings.
1: That's tantalizing. <laughs>
0: this says mindfulness is the new sexy, and we've got more goodies like that coming. So I want you to you join. You said it
1: really fast, but let's back up. It's a brain. It's
0: a brain, yeah. it's a In brain.
1: thigh highs, fishnets and Sexy
0: And it says That's what you're
1: missing folks It
0: says Mindfulness is the new sexy um, I'm so freaking mindful And then There's just Like today we sent you Like a playlist It's actually my Why yes I can grind To this playlist
1: Tell me the Limit song's not on it
0: It's not on it But I'm gonna make A playlist With that song on it And I would love If you join that us In that challenge um, Honestly because I I really really believe That shifting One thought a day Can grow greatly impact so many things in your life and that's the focus and that's the goal and it's never too late to join. So if you're in the U.S., you can text THOUGHTWORK with an E T-H-O-U-G-H-T-W-E-R-K to 31996. Or you can just like extend our show notes here if you're listening in iTunes or you can go to my website at thealisonshow.com. We're gonna put a link that you can sign up through if you're in the UK or anywhere else you can opt in through email. And if you're in Canada, we have a number for you too. Now let's get into options versus solutions. I like what you were saying, Eric, about options and solutions.
1: Well, mine's a little different than yours, I think, but that's that's great. We're all different. We all see things differently. My what I was when you brought this up, I was thinking this is really interesting. It's a cool, really cool topic and it's something that has helped me dr- dramatically with some paradigm shifts to Find, essentially, solutions. I love that. The, the difference for me is between options and solutions is options are everywhere. Like, everywhere. Everything is an option.
0: Yeah. So, hey, Eric, there's no limits.
1: There's no... <laughs> oh, that's true. And solutions are usually subjective. Mm. This is just my opinion. They're subjective. and They're they're constructed in my mind and it leaves little trust to the universe or for an infinite intelligence to help me, you know, figure something out. It's kind of like what I love about Michael Singer in his Untethered Soul. He says that, or no, it's actually in the, what's his other book? The The Surrender, Surrender Experiment. The Surrender Experiment. He says that he learned that there's an infinite intelligence that guided everything. And if it can, you know, make this perfect nature and make, you know, the laws of the universe run smoothly. He's like, then I, th- I believe it can help my life run smoothly and, and knows the best thing for me. And so as he was going through his life, when s- something came up like a, like a crossroad or a decision, he'd always say, is this is this my personal preference saying yes or no, or is this life giving it to me? And he said, if it was based, like his decision was based on his personal preference, then he'd always choose what life was giving him. So So for example, someone was, he had this land in Florida mm-hmm. and someone came and wanted to live on his land and he wanted to be alone. And he's like, and, and he had been gone for like probably like six months or something traveling. And this woman came and had started building a house even before he like
0: Oh, I remember gave permission. That, yeah. yeah. So he's,
1: <laughs> so he comes back and he's like, uh and, and in his in his mind, he's like, no, I, I want to be alone and all this stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? The universe is giving this to me. And my personal preference is saying no because of my, what I, what I think I want. And he said, you know what? The universe is going to win. He let her build the house they became like amazing friends they built this thing and it became and once again he trusted the universe didn't it
0: become the temple of the yeah, universe yeah. where thousands upon thousands of people travel each year to have like religious yeah, it experiences be, it, <laughs> it,
1: turned, it, it turned out to be this incredible yeah, thing this
0: huge thing.
1: so that's that's what i'm saying is like when you when you want a solution you think you're like this is exactly how it has to be like yeah. it has to have point a b and c and sometimes those are literally impossible, and and you don't give any trust to what could happen if you just look at the options, the things that are in front of you, the things that are already there.
0: And so I loved when Eric was saying this, and I kind of said back, but I feel like what you're saying is that solutions are a negative thing, and... I don't necessarily think that solutions are a negative thing because I believe that having the hope and the faith and the trust that there are solutions is a positive idea. It's just that thinking that there is one solution can be very limiting.
1: Yeah. Like if if the, if the your sentence says, begins with, if only... Or Mm -hmm. it has to be, you know, if those are the things and you're probably cutting yourself off to an option, which might be the solution. You know, that's all I'm saying is if you find your solution in one way and it might not be... I'm just saying that the, the options around might be the way to get to the solution.
0: I think how it can be helpful to view options versus solutions is when you actually need to let go of an option. And when that's when Miss Tara Brooke brought it up, I was having a hard time saying this person no longer fits the role that is needed. Her presenting it in the terms of they were a good option for the time, mm-hmm. but they're no longer the solution was really empowering to me because in a way it was like honoring the solution that they had been for a time but also helping me see that it's okay to now look for a new solution or option. Totally. Yeah. And so for me when you when you have a hard time I'm I'm super super loyal and I'm really tenacious and I like to hold on to things. And that's positive and really negative <laughs> sometimes. And so I can hold on to things past their utility. And so releasing and relaxing and letting go is also like believing there are more solutions or options out there. Right. And so sometimes for me, it can be empowering and helpful from the positive standpoint of solutions in that this is a placeholder, it's an option, and I know that there is a better solution out there. So because when I think of the word solution, I think of it solving problems. But like exactly what Eric is saying is that it's subjective, You decide how you want the problem solved. You decide if it is solving the problems a lot of times. Now that we've talked about this idea of options versus solutions, I think kind of some takeaways from this is that thinking that there is one solution or only looking for a solution can be very limiting. I believe that solutions are subjective and they are what work for you. But I think a good question to ask yourself is, do I have to have the perfect solution or will an option work for this? Can an option get me going? I think solutions are more of an attitude. And I also believe that options lead to solutions.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: They open you up. And so I think that's good. Options open... You know, both of those words, an O and a P, they're getting you where you need to go. So Eric and I were talking about some ideas for how to find more options. So first we covered this concept of open yourself up to the idea that you don't need the perfect solution first. And and I love how you talked about letting go of personal preference. That suggests this idea of do you trust the universe Do you trust in a a higher intelligence? Do you trust in a higher power? And this is something that we allude to a lot, but we don't actually ever directly get into, I don't think, but... I really, really believe in higher intelligence, higher power, the universe, that we're all connected. Over the last 50 years, if you're not a person of God, you're more a person of science. Over the last 50 years, there's been a lot of research done and opened up into energy and subatomic particles.
1: Quantum physics. Quantum
0: physics and how things are truly connected. You know, how plants can respond to music. So this idea of a higher intelligence and a higher design. I think that opening yourself up to the option of that, if it's something you're closed off to is really, really going to help you. But it's also, it comes down to this matter of trust because when you're letting go of personal preference, you have to trust that there's a higher plan purpose design. Yeah. And I think that that might be the hardest part for most people. So, I just really want to recognize that and honor that and praise that. That, like, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying, in my personal experience, it's super, super worth it. Now, the next question to ask yourself is I know we do have a lot of listeners who are faithful in their different religions. And so, If you are, quote unquote, faithful in your religion, are you truly opening yourself up to believing in that higher power? Because I consider myself a very spiritual person, but I can become such a control freak and control is not spiritual. No. Control is not opening yourself up to a higher power. Right. Even if you truly do not believe in God or anything like that, I mean, just think of how huge this universe is. You are just this little speck floating on a spinning ball in a giant, massive universe. Everything is so much bigger than us. To think that we can control it all, that's what closes us off from options (laughs) and solutions. Exactly. So now that I've established your nothingness... No, it's like, I find it very freeing.
1: Yeah, totally. I
0: really do. Yeah,
1: the weight of the world is not on your shoulders. <laughs>
0: like, truly.
1: <laughs> Unless you put it there.
0: Yeah. So let's all just take, like, a deep breath in and a deep breath out. <sighs> I'm just a speck of dust. I'm doing a really good job being a speck. You're doing a really good job being a speck.
1: I don't know if I talked about this, but after we saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I the, love The that. Queen movie. I w- I I had I've never had this thought before but I walked out of the theater and I was so grateful to be a part of this crazy human race.
0: Oh, I love that. I was
1: just like I love that this is my clan. That there's yeah. all these weirdos and artists and creatives and I was just like I'd never thought that before because I always I mean usually you, just, you see yourself as separate from other people but I felt like connected. United. Yeah, connected to everyone and well, I was really grateful for that.
0: That's what I think the utility of movies and media truly is. It's art, it's art. In art, is it opens your perspective. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. Let's just get right into like how to find more options is sh- open your perspective, change your perspective, watch a movie that you'd never watch, learn about a culture that you know nothing about, really learn something, <laughs> get a different perspective, stand 10,000 miles high in the sky and look down on your life.
1: Get curious about stuff.
0: Um, I'm listening to some Wayne Dyer, and he talks about the purpose of awe. And this morning when I woke up, I was like, what can I be in awe of? And I'm going to start crying. Good. it was. I had made it this far without crying. And I was like, what can I be in awe of? And my neck and my shoulder hurt. And I thought, I'm in awe that I got hit by a car and my body healed itself. And there's still pain, but are you kidding me? Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. A steel automobile hurled at me. That's crazy that that happened. Like, come on now. Yeah. What I stood in awe of is not that it happened in a sad way, but in a. My body healed broken ribs. My body healed a broken vertebrae. And I can sit here and boo-hoo that I'm still in pain from it. But also, what a freaking miracle. Mm -hmm. And then I was in awe that, like, both Ginger and Fiona just got in bed. And they both figured out a way to, like, fit into the crooks of my body. Yeah. So Fiona (laughs) curled up... Like, and rested her head on, like, my my knees and, like, was in my legs. And then Ginger came behind me and was, like, spooning me. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, sat there in awe that, like, our bodies could hold each other. Just like crying again. (laughs) And so, I think for how to find more options and solutions is get curious, shift your perspective, be in awe, be in awe of the possibilities. There are so many possibilities. Now, this is a fun second tip. For how to find more options. I was talking to my sister, Andrea, last night, and we have a really fun podcast with her a couple episodes back. She was telling me how when she returned, she served a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. And when she returned home from her mission, so you serve for a year and a half and you have a very strict set of um, dress guidelines. And so she got home and none of her old clothes fit or made sense. And she's like, I had a total identity crisis. I had no idea what to wear. And I think. I think a lot of women can relate to this after having a baby, giving birth, getting pregnant, gaining weight, losing weight. You can go through this period of time where you're like, everything I once wore no longer fits or works. Even when you get injured or get sick, you're like, I, I couldn't put a, bra- I physically couldn't put a bra on when I had broken ribs. Like I had to change my bras, you know? Like, and she said, I just had this total identity crisis. And she's like, and I was paralyzed. I couldn't, get dressed. She's like, and I, I couldn't decide what I liked. I remember her freaking out being like, what jeans do I like? Do I like these jeans? Are these jeans cool? like.' And so she said that she, she got this philosophy that she just had to start buying clothes. And she said this philosophy has served her her whole life. And she was like, I just had to start buying clothes. I had to get in the habit of buying clothes. And I couldn't use the excuse that they're too expensive. I don't have enough money. She's like, because if I never started buying clothes, I would never have any clothes to wear. And so that second tip I wanted to throw out there is get in the habit. You have to give yourself options (laughs) in order to find the solutions. You have to get in the habit of doing it. So I've been applying this same principle to I'm... Uh, we had this room, and we weren't using it. And I'm like, I'm going to turn it into a gym. And usually when it comes to decorating rooms, I'm like, oh, this art isn't meaningful. And, it, you know, <laughs> I, I might find something else I like. Or I'm not going to buy it framed because I'll just buy a frame, and it will be less expensive. And I was like, no. I went to Urban Outfitters, which is, like, not meaningful. Super, like, I'm not a teenager. And I was like, I like this print. It's framed. It's more than I want to spend. I'm going to buy it. Done. And then I went to Target last night and I found basket like I'm just like systematically going through and forcing myself to make the decisions.
1: This is now for you.
0: It really is. And I was joking with Andrea as I was talking to her. I was like, "I am more likely to create and sell a $500 course than I am to commit to buying a basket for a room." What Is what is the deal? And this leads me to point number three, which is what I often do. So these are how to get more options in your life. Point number three is don't catastrophize. So what I I think I often do is I make every decision every option so important
1: so weighty so
0: weighty and it's this back to this idea of like so a solution is very subjective and so i start thinking that i have to have a solution and it has to be the perfect solution and if i buy this 30 dollar basket it better be the best basket is it the right basket and at the end of the day like who cares It doesn't matter. And like the basket is such a small example, but this happens very often for like a babysitter or somebody at work or even what I'm going to post on social media. Like, well, there's this option and this option, and there's somebody out there who needs to hear exactly what I have to say. And so I better say the exact right thing. That is an example of catastrophizing, right? I'm putting too much weight. So I had two or three different things I wanted to talk about today On the podcast, I decided to just do options versus solutions, but I can easily get in my head where I'm like, but maybe somebody out there needs to hear this other topic and it's up to me. The weight of the world is on me, right? (laughs) Yeah. And so I want you to ask yourself when you are looking for your options or solutions, are you maybe just a little tiny bit catastrophizing? (laughs) Is the world truly going to end if you just try this option and back to Andrea's idea of getting in the habit, if you don't start buying jeans, if you don't start picking out baskets or pictures, if you don't start posting on your social media, every single person always wants to know how you start. It's And we have podcast upon podcast episodes about it, how to get started, how to get going, but it always just comes down to you just start. You pick the simple, easy thing, and newsflash: very often it doesn't feel simple or easy. You just decide that it's simple and easy, and then mm-hmm. you just do it. Yep. So don't catastrophize. I think that leads really well into the next one. I said flow and let go. So you had this idea, Eric, of like being flexible and open.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about the first time I rafted the Provo River. Oh. And how every time you go around a bend, you're just like anticipating, like because you're just want to know if there's like another, I don't know, like. It's not a it's rapid, not danger. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a not a class
0: a class what would be a class I don't know I'm Seven not rapid. I'm not experienced. I mean
1: I've rafted rivers, but I don't know the classes and all Me that. Me either. But uh, I had the visual of you just get like you can either get really excited or really nervous. I mean it's coming anyway, the yeah. bend and it can be it can be so good and and all the control that you think you have as you're floating down this river really just kind of tortures you in a way. Yeah. And so what I was thinking is like when you trust life and when you trust like I trust God. When I trust God, that He will put either like the solutions or the people or the things in my path, even if it's not what I constructed in my mind. Mm. Like when I trust that, it's it's a it's such a better ride. Like you don't know what's around the bend, and you can either suffer or you can trust. Yeah. And sometimes it, the it can be like your decisions have a lot of weight. And they really, there are weighty decisions out there. There totally is. We're not trying to minimize that at all. Yeah.
0: Moving, deciding to have another kid, what to do with a loved one. Should you get divorced? I mean, truly like we're not trying to minimize them.
1: Yeah. But what we're saying is trust, trusting in the person who created everything, trusting in that. And changing your perspective of seeing other answers, like learning Dr. Wayne Dyer, that we're listening to this book called Real Magic, he says he becomes a student of everyone. He becomes a student of children. Yes. He becomes a student of teenagers. When you become a student of li- of life and open your eyes to all that stuff, you you entrust that and realize that your personal preference is not going to like guide you to the best place because you can be moody one day and make bad decisions. Yeah trusting that then, um, you know, being flexible and open will truly serve you.
0: A great actionable exercise that you can try today or tomorrow is something that I tried a week or two ago. I decided I wasn't going to make any decisions that day. I just was like, "Mm, I'm not going to make any more decisions. (laughs) And not from a place of exhaustion or a place of, I'm not making any more decisions, but truly from a place of surrender and trust. It was crazy. So I made this conscious decision. I set this intention and there was a doctor's appointment that I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted to do it. I had a physical therapy appointment. There were like some meetings with people set up and I just was like, I could move it around. And I was like, I'm just going to keep everything in place that's in place and just flow. And I'm not going to make any more decisions. I'm just going to flow with what is before me down that river, right? And it was absolutely insane. The doctor's office called and canceled because... The doctor was going to be gone. Somebody canceled and it got, you know, the appointments got moved around. Time got opened up for me to do something else. And I just sat back and I was laughing. I'm like, I could have spent all this effort and energy trying to manipulate these decisions. And they were all just going to make themselves anyway. And so maybe experiment with yourself. Maybe give yourself a period of time. If you're like, I can't be flexible and open. And I can't trust in a higher power. I hate you, Allison and Eric. Maybe just give yourself an hour to try it. And the next way to get more options is very similar. In um, cinema, they call it a suspension of disbelief. And so this is another challenge. Some more thought work. With an E for you to try to blow your own mind a little bit is a suspension of disbelief is when you're watching a movie and you're like, well, obviously the guy wouldn't show up with the perfect flowers or obviously people can't fly. But when you're watching a movie, you allow yourself to suspend or let go of your doubt try doing that for a period of time in your life. If you're a pretty like flowy, you know, surrender type of person, maybe try to do it for a day or two. If you have a harder time with that, maybe give yourself just an hour. And in order to find more options, if you let go of doubt, if you let go of fear, if you suspend your disbelief for just an hour during a like a session of problem solving, you're going to open yourself up to so many more options. So let's recap those. I think there were five five ways to how to find more options. And remember, options are going to lead to solutions and solutions are subjective. You want to broaden that perspective, pull back. You want to, number two, get in the habit. You got to start buying the jeans. You got to start buying the art. You got to start talking to people, whatever it is. Number three, try not to catastrophize. Try not to make everything so serious and everything so weighty. Even if it is serious, try not to always jump to the worst case with whatever option or solution You're presenting. Number four is flow and let go. Try to become flexible and open. Maybe do that exercise of not making any decisions. And number five is for a period of time, especially during your decision making or when you're you know, trying to look for more options, is just try suspending disbelief, just for a little bit. I'm not even telling you you have to do it all the time. Uh, imagine what a miraculous life you would lead if you suspended disbelief all the time. No, no limits, you reach for the sky. <laughs> I really, really hope that this conversation about options versus solutions has opened up some options and solutions in your life. I really, really am proud of the thought work Challenge. I feel inspired, I felt in the flow, I feel on top of my game. I would love if you participate, it's not too late. Hit up thealisonshow.com, show notes, my Instagram at thealisonshow. I make it real easy to join. I would love for you to join. It's free. It's just a free fun challenge. The more people we have joined together, the more fun it is. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to thank you for sharing about it. I see you guys sharing on Instagram. I see you talking to your friends and tagging them when people ask for podcast recommendations. And it fills me up and it lights me up. And I genuinely appreciate it. And speaking of sharing is caring, Eric, do you have a review you're going to read?
1: Brianna Brooks says, Awesome with Allison is the chalupa of podcasts because, what? because it's supreme. Ladies, buy waterproof mascara because there's hardly an episode where you won't be touched. Allison shows up. She's real. She's raw. She's authentic. She's royalty. And Eric, too. (laughs) Also, she says it every time, but it hit me to my very core. I am already as awesome as I need to be. Thank you, guys.
0: Oh, thank you so much. What was that? Brianna Brooks. Brianna Brooks. Please send us an email to Allison. that's allison with one L, at com, And we are going to send you so many fun goodies from my swag shop, Party with Allison. And thank you so much to all of you who are leaving reviews. I love you. You're doing a really good job. There are solutions and options for you in your problems, in your suffering, in your pain. You are not alone in your pain. You are not alone in your problem. I genuinely hope that the tools that I offer on this podcast, with the Thought Work Challenge, in my Awesome On Demand membership, anywhere that I am, always the goal is to help you feel as awesome as you are to ease that suffering and to not feel so alone in those problems or to help you just love the life you have a little more. If you don't have any pain or problems at this particular time, I hope that some of these things just help you like dive in deeper to loving the life that you have. So, so happy to have you. And I want to remind you, only you can be you, and you are already as awesome as you need to be. What are you gonna take us out on?
1: This one's called "Sitting So Pretty" mm. from the Mellow Gold collection at Pleasant Pictures Music Club. Use code Awesome with Eric for twenty percent off.
0: Okay. <laughs>